I took my business and marketing background and said, if I can help builders run their businesses better, improve their absorption rates, improve their profit margins on their houses, then that would be my competitive advantage over all the other real estate agents. So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Welcome back, Rockstar Nation. This is Matt Templeton, and I'm here today with Wyatt Graves. And we're talking about his real estate team and some of the other projects he's working on. Wyatt, go ahead and give us a quick introduction. Tell us who you are. Hey, uh, thanks, Matt, for having me. Uh, so it's Wyatt Graves, and I am the team leader of a real estate team that's brokered inside of Keller Williams Greater Baton Rouge Market Center. And the name of my team is Kaizen Home Sales and Services. Okay, awesome. So Baton Rouge, Kaizen Home Sales. And tell me a little bit about the background of your team. How long have you guys been in business? Yep, so we launched our team in January of 2018. I actually have been in the real estate uh, sales world since just outside, of, uh, just outside of high school. So this year actually makes my 20th year of being a licensed agent. I was always with a small independent firm until I joined Keller Williams in 2018. Awesome. Awesome. Now tell me about your, your sales. How, how well did you guys do in 2019? What did 2018 look like? What, what is that? So you mean 2019? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So 2019, look, the numbers are uh, roughly coming in. We've been through sort of a, um, well, it was a natural disaster in 2016 and actually stepped out of real estate to handle the after effects of, of that disaster, which over a hundred thousand houses and uh, businesses flooded in South Louisiana in August of, of 2016. And so really I came back uh, into the real estate world late 2017 and launched this team in 2018 from scratch really. And uh, man, we've been, uh, we've been sort of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what would stick. We've been through several people on our team. And so compiling our numbers uh, has been a bit of a challenge with, with turnover in my administrative department. But nonetheless, we're somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of 112 units. Uh, it looks like I think 41 of those were resale, 71 of those were new construction. And our average sales price is around $200,000 to $210,000. So you started this team back in 2018. You've been, you've been working in real estate for a while. 2016 hits and some changes happen because of a natural disaster. And I'm going to dig into that in just a second. Uh, but I just want to honor you. For two years, you built this business back up to 112 units in, in, this, in this team. That's amazing. And of that, I also want to dig into in just a second the, the new home piece. So you worked with builders and we'll, we'll dig into that. So tell me what happened in 2016 in, in Southern Louisiana. So funny story is that I was at Megacamp for KW and uh, we had been, I've been the broker of an independent real estate company 
that was owned by a builder, a, a small track builder, if you will. I, we sold anywhere from 60 to 95, 95 houses a year just for that builder. And then that business allowed me to grow to represent other builders as well. And so we were doing a lot of new construction development. We did a lot of new construction houses. And up until 2016, I really represented just builders for the most part as the listing agent. Um, and then I had a couple of agents that, that worked within our brokerage that represented buyers and resale listing, uh, listing houses, if you will. But the team really consisted of two administrative folks and myself. One was a licensed agent that worked as sort of the assistant, and then one was over all the office administration and things of that nature. So historically, leading up to 2016, which was going to be a record year, by the way, in, uh, in a lot of areas, the flood happened in August of 2016. I think we called it the Great Flood of 2016. But historically, I would sell around 100 to 125 houses a year from anywhere from uh, 22, $23 million to $24, $25 million in production uh, with just my two office folks and those, those other agents that sort of helped support new construction, but also had their own book of business. Okay, awesome. So in 2016, there was a great flood of, of Southern Louisiana. And I've, I've heard this in other natural disasters, but when, when major disasters happen like this, business sort of shuts down. So what happened to your business? What happened to the builders and everything that was happening around you? Yeah, that's a, that's a, um, that's, we could probably talk a lot uh, about that, but you know, it was total devastation for us. Every one of the new construction developments that we had houses going in flooded. We, we were going to have, August was going to be a record month uh, actually of closings and, and literally every development and every, every new construction uh house that we had and i say every there was a year, very few outliers uh that did not flood but for the most part the, the entire book of business every pending contract that we had flooded the builders the subcontractors their screwdrivers their hammers their their saws their utility trailers their vehicles their personal homes they all flooded and so for a few weeks even months, we didn't know, we didn't know how we were going to rebuild our houses, right? And, and, and one of the interesting things about being a production building is that our, our profit margins, they weren't substantial. And so with the flood, which by the way, uh, happened in many areas that weren't supposed to flood, right? They weren't considered to be in a flood zone. So therefore they didn't have flood insurance. Mm. So the cost to remedy the house in many cases exceeded the what would have been profit margin in the house. So you go from showing up to closings as a builder to receive a check and now you've got to write one, right? So you take that without the builders, without, um, without knowing what's going to happen in the future with, with builders and the subcontractors coming back. And then you take out that, that builder's buying power, right? Not only are they not going to make profit on that book of business that was, that was being built, but now they don't even have, they're, they're actually writing checks to get them sold, which is taking money out of the, the, their checkbook to allow them to continue expanding and start new developments and start new projects. So it was a lot of uncertainty, to say the least. Wow. 
Yeah, and uh, that's that's crazy. I, I don't even know, what do you do to dig out of that? I mean, what did you do with your real estate business at that point? You have no sales, you've got more expenses than you have income coming in. What was your strategy? Well, that's where uh, the, the real fortune and opportunity came to me uh, and just being a general business-minded person I started selling real estate right out of high school, and it was really my college job. Uh, I got a degree in business management and entrepreneurship, and sort of that was always my approach to everything in life is, you know, what, what's the business model that we need to have to make this work? And I had opened many other businesses along, the, the, uh, along my, my career. I have been in the childcare business for uh, just as long as I've been in the real estate business, and opened and, and ran other small businesses. As such, there was an opportunity to go and, and work with a dental assisting school and uh, expand their locations across the country. The owner of that school happened to be my neighbor who was a dentist, and uh, I had been working out with him and, and the CEO of that business for many months leading up to the flood. And our workout sessions, they, they would train me right physically at the gym because they were both uh, a lot more knowledgeable than me. And then I would coach them on how to grow their business. And so we sort of had that relationship already in the making so that after the flood, uh, it worked out to where I got uh, hired on to go work for them, planning their, uh, their dental assisting schools across the country. So that started in November of 2016, just after the flood. And I think we went from 12 locations of their school to, we may have hit 32 actual opportunities. I'm not sure if they all ended up working out, but we went, uh, we grew a lot in that 10 month span uh, that I worked for them, but literally took a step out of real estate just because, you know, we lost every pending contract. Uh, we lost every listing. And so we had to do something to supplement our income just to, to keep things going, plus rebuild our own house and rebuild all the things that we lost. We had a the property and uh, HOA management company that was in a, an office building like 7,700 square feet, and it had five feet of water in it, and we had to rebuild that and uh, relocate all of those employees and work through that, plus work through all the properties we managed, all the homeowners associations that we managed. So it was a bit of a chore. So I took that job to just have a steady, consistent opportunity while we sort of regathered uh, our thoughts to regroup for the next season of our life. You know, I think there's a lesson here and our, our listeners can, can associate and feel that. I think we've all been at a point at the low point in our life when everything seems against us, we're in a hole and we've got to figure out a way. And I think that's a great story. I mean, you've had all this success in real estate, you sold all these houses and tragedy strikes that's outside of your control and then you just go make it work and you figure out how to, how to make it come together. And I think oftentimes, Rockstar Nation, you guys are experiencing this as well. In the middle of your real estate career, there are times where you hit ceilings or you hit low points or something happens and you have to figure out, am I going to do this or am I not? What am I going to do to make this all come together? So I appreciate that story. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reek, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level. Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. 
Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000, and we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat, $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com, futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Rockstar Nation. This is a great time to leverage yourself and hire a virtual assistant. I'm talking about my outdesk. If you haven't heard of my outdesk, basically they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators. Marketing assistants, I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents that prospect thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the U.S. use my outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week, we're going to give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled scaling your business with virtual professionals so you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything it's called scaling your business with virtual professionals and you can get it real easy all you got to do is text the word hyban h-i-b-a-n to 31996 that's h-i-b-a-n to 31996 and download your free book scaling your business with virtual professionals and don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book thank you guys and I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my outdesk You know, going back to your, you know, after you get out of the flood and after you get back into real estate, 2018, you relaunch a real estate business, you go back into new home sales again, you really start representing builders. Tell me, and, and I kind of stole the answer, but tell me a little bit more about where your business comes from. What are the lead sources or the sources that you're getting your business for your real estate team? So uh, just to go back just a, a few a few steps. So the week of the flood, uh, Keller Williams having their annual mega agent conference in Austin, Texas. And so I was there exploring opportunities to bring the independent brokerage into the KW world so that we could start a team 
and that we could start representing the buyer leads that came through from all the new construction, right? So for those uh, numbers that I quoted, the 100, 125 units a year, that was all new construction listings, and we represented very few buyers. Um, we would always just farm those out to the co-op agents and uh, let the co-op agents work that. So it was always my intent from that point to come back and build a team. So my, my track record and the historical uh, production that I've always had to hang my hat on came from representing builders. And that really came from probably 15 years ago. I didn't want to pick up the phone and make cold calls. Uh, I think we can all relate to that, especially if you weren't sure what to say, especially 15 years ago. I, I wouldn't have known what to say other than, hey, I'm a realtor and I want to sell your house. Uh, so in an attempt to avoid that, I took my business and marketing background and said, if I can help builders run their businesses better, improve their absorption rates, improve their profit margins on their houses, then that would be my competitive advantage over all the other real estate agents. And as such, they would sell more houses. They would build more houses. And so I really focused in on new construction at that point and made builders my backbone to the business that I've had. So coming out of the flood, taking that dental assisting gig, you know, I just realized, and I came to accept too, Matt, that I'm an entrepreneur I'm a visionary and I am crazy, right? Like I, I'm not going to, I hate the status quo. I always want to challenge rules and systems and uh, I want to go at the speed of light. And so I just came to accept that, you know, that's just who I am and I'm born to be that way. And I'm going to embrace that, that, that trait about me uh, of being an entrepreneur. So in July of 2017, Around about that, that time, I decided that I would go back and launch a real estate team at Keller Williams and that it would be rooted on building relationships, right? That it would be rooted in um, helping the community uh, live the life that they want and coaching them, teaching them, and providing relevant, timely value to the community at large and that that would become the basis from which I would generate leads for a real estate uh, machine, if you will. So January of 2018, we launched my team, and my team is called Kaizen Home Sales and Services, which Kaizen is a Japanese proverb uh, or saying that stands for continual improvement. Mm -hmm. And so, man, we see that. Uh, we see ourselves offering continual improvement in the community from the things that uh, sort of drives me and my passion uh, to help others, especially young uh, young adults and young parents from uh, from being in the child care industry. Early childhood education and and uh, early childhood development is is really important to me, and uh, helping others uh, do a good job at that. So uh, we see Kaizen right in that space, but then we also see Kaizen being applied to new construction and to our builders. A lot of our builders uh, are mom and pop builders. They're not national builders. So, so that's really where the opportunity has always provided itself to us in that we're enabling smaller builders to maintain their competitive edge in a market where there's such competition with regional and national builders. 
And we can talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, Kaizen can be applied to that. And then it also can be applied to the people that work on our team, right? So you join the Kaizen team. We're real big on helping you find clarity around where you want to go and then providing a path of coaching and tools and resources and relationships that help you get there. So we launched Kaizen Home Sales and Services in 2018 and have been uh, running like crazy ever since. Yeah, and I can hear in that a really beautiful vision for your community, for your clients, for the, the people that work on your team, each person, each, each person has a role in how you're helping them both get that, that never-ending improvement and also how you're giving back to your community. I love that beautiful vision. And thinking specifically about, about the clients you're working with or specifically in the builders, what are you doing to, obviously you're pitching that vision, what are you doing to attract them? What are you saying that they're saying, I absolutely want to work with you, you're the best person to represent me and list my, my new builds? What are you saying? You know, I think it's not a matter of what I'm saying as much as it is a matter of what I'm asking, mm. right? So I'm asking the builders, where are you going, right? So you built 15 houses last year. Is that all you want to build? Or do you want to build 50? Do you want to build 500, right? So I think that those questions about vision are so applicable to everybody in every space that we come into contact, right? So if it's recruiting talent to our team or recruiting a, a, a builder or even a buyer or a seller, what's the end game? Where are you headed? And for our builders, when I start to ask them questions about, you know, where they want to go in five years from now, many of them don't have a clear vision of where they want to go in five years from now. Just like everybody else that struggles with finding clarity around where do they want to be in five years from now or 20 years from now. And uh, by asking those questions, that in and of itself is our, our edge, right? Because most people don't think that way. And it's not a matter of where the builder or the client wants to go, but most people approach builders with all they can do, right? The feature, feature, feature. This is what I can do. This is what I can do. This is what I can do. But we've got to take time to find out what the builder wants. And hey, for some builders, they don't fit in our world. Um, they don't share the same vision that we do, which is fine, right? Uh, but by asking those questions, we find out who's going to be in alignment with what we offer to builders and to the new construction community. And then it usually is a good fit. That's beautiful. And, and everything that we're studying and seeing right now and teaching our agents, it's about creating experiences for the clients. Like what are the, the custom experiences that the, the client is experiencing? And what I hear you saying is that a consultative approach is the best way to get them uh, in alignment with you or to, to even understand how to serve them or give them the experience they want. And it's naturally attracting to those leads, right? They, they want to be with somebody who sees them as, or that acts as an advisor to them and, and sees a way to help them get better. So I love that consultative approach. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox 
That's hyphendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. What question, So you're asking them questions about where they want to go. What nitty-gritty details would someone need to understand in the building world to be able to provide these types of consultations to the builders? Well, in terms of where are you headed, uh, right? I love what uh, Jay Papazan and Jeff Woods are doing over at The One Thing with Gary's book in terms of what's called the goal setting to the now, right? Like I've become, well, I shouldn't say I've become. I am on a journey and a path of mastering the goal setting to the now process. And um, there's a lot of free content that uh, your listeners can uh, go online at theonething.com and download to just start having the conversation with themselves and then being able to share that with their clients, especially if they want to get into business with the builders. And that's just walking them through the goal setting to the now process. But as such, you got to know the market, right? You got to know the market. You've got to be an expert when you tell a builder, hey, I want you to go spend a million dollars or $500,000 or $5 million on on this development, and we want to build this product, this square footage with these amenities at this price point. And, oh, by the way, I think the absorption rate will be, you know, whatever we think it will be. So, uh, and look, you don't have to be the expert in that, right? You just have to know somebody that is, right? You're just the facilitator. You're just the the agent. You're You're just the connector. So if you can partner with a local appraiser in your town that is, I'm going to say more so than just the average appraiser, but somebody that is running running, uh, an appraisal firm, right, where they have a team of researchers and a team of market analysis folks that can help you, right, understand what the absorption rate is, where there's some holes in the market, um, and then you go find the dirt and present it to those builders who have a clear vision of their own systems of wanting to scale, right, wanting to grow, so that your your team and your system at your real estate sales office can meet those needs. I love that. So uh, attract the clients through a consultative method, find out what they want, and then go solve their need by knowing the data, looking for actual dirt. And I, I heard that very tactical message right there that I want the listeners to hear. If you go find the dirt for the builders based on where they want to go and based on what the stats say is the next opportunity, they're going to give you opportunities to list their property if you're the one that's helping their business grow and, and find those connections. I love that. If you, if, if you have the dirt, it's almost guaranteed that you'll get the listings for whatever that dirt brings, right? You go get the dirt, secure it, and then bring it to three to five different builders and say, hey, this is what the vision for this. Here's the reason why I know it will work. 
they will more than likely list with you and you would have to fail miserably to lose that opportunity. I have a couple last questions for you and then I want to get into your, some of your new projects and what you're working on. Uh, but real fast, what would you give a rookie agent? Actually, in fact, what would you tell yourself if you were a rookie agent? What would you, what's the one piece of advice you would give yourself in that position? You know, that's a good segue question into what, uh, what you just mentioned you want to talk about. It's all about the who. Mm-hmm. It's all about the who. So it, it's finding uh, a tribe of people that are already where you want to be. That's it. And then go befriend them, go get into some kind of relationship with them and just start at the very least going to the same meetings, right? Getting on the same calls with them because you'll hear the way they converse with people. You'll hear key words, you'll hear key concepts, you'll hear strategies and you will start to become like them. I I really, really believe that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so it's really about getting into relationships, into relationships with the right who's to get you where you want to be. That's, that's a great answer. And it's ironic because we met and connected through uh, a tribe or through a group of, of individuals that were on a wealth building journey and are on a wealth building journey and a health, healthy, wealthy, wise tribe called GoBundance. Our listeners have heard of GoBundance before. In fact, if you're interested in hearing more about GoBundance, you might check out the, the new book, Tribe of Millionaires. You can get it on Amazon. It talks about that journey of, of being around and who you put yourself around and what the lessons you can learn by being surrounding yourself with people that are higher thinkers and, and pushing you to be a better person. But I'm curious, specifically in, in this journey you're on, who are you surrounding yourself with? Obviously, you have GoBundance, you have Keller Williams. What are the various uh, tribes or, or groups of people that you're surrounding yourself with to up-level yourself in your real estate career? Yeah, for sure. So in July of 2017, the whole uh, sort of manifestation of the, the decision to get back into real estate uh, was, was started because I found Jeff Woods. And you know who Jeff Woods is. He's the vice president of The One Thing, which is just a, a great, great movement and community of uh, being intentional, right? And prioritizing what matters most and they were having their first annual goal setting retreat. And at the same time that November, right. And at the same time that I found Jeff and the one thing, I also found Jeff and the mentee and the mentee podcast. And that's where he was really uh, just doubling down on, on that, that notion that I just mentioned that, you know, we credit Jim Rohn for the quote that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So I joined the Mentee podcast and the Inner Circle Network with Jeff Woods, and then I registered for the One Thing uh, Goal Setting Retreat. And so I doubled down there, and I upgraded my pass to the VIP pass so that I could be among people who were really intentional about setting goals. And so I went to that uh, retreat in November of 2016. I met uh, two folks there that were also part of Jeff's inner circle, and they invited me to apply for Jeff's mastermind uh, with the inner circle that was going to happen that following February. So I applied for the mastermind, and I went. I got in, right? And uh, I went totally, just completely on a leap of faith. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It was the largest class training mastermind. I mean, I didn't even know what a mastermind uh, weekend was, but I just knew that uh, it was going to have some 
people that I needed to be in a relationship with. So I went, and there I met John Broman, uh, who's a part of the Go Bonnet Tribe with us. And I met Justin Donald. I just saw that he was featured uh, on, I think, entrepreneur.com and uh, advertising some of his wealth and uh, successes that he's made. But I met some incredible people there and became um, buds with Jeff Woods. And then that led to literally being invited by David Osborne to, to Go Bunnets. Go Bunnets has provided uh, a lot of content and classes and conversation, right? And connections with other people that are helping us even in my own real estate world, such as folks that have mastered uh, the, the brokerage work of mobile home parks. Mm. And so now I've got builders and investors that I'm able to have high level conversations with, with vetting deals based on the calls and conversations that I get to have with people from the GoBundance world. But that's led me to, to starting Kaizen, right? Being around and, and, and uh, in business with, with Jeff Woods, uh, around the mentee. I also met a trees and became a maps business coach, right? And that community has led to a whole lot of exceptional leaders in business that shape everything that I do on a daily basis with our coaching calls that we have through maps business coaching and, and age world. So you take Jeff Woods, you take the go Bunnets guys and Pat and age Shreve, And then that's led to me being uh, at the market center with Chuck Roberts. And Chuck Roberts is uh, our regional director, right? He's one of 31 or 32 people that get to work with Gary Keller. And he owns our market center and he's in our office. So I get to have conversations with Chuck Roberts often, right? In terms of helping me build the real estate business that I'm on the journey to build. So tell me, and, and actually, let me, let me just verify or, or sum up something you said that I really appreciate it. It's all about relationships and the relationships that you choose to put around you and the relationships that those people tend to introduce you to and who you become as a process of those relationships. Now, I know that you've, you've gotten some other opportunities through these relationships. What's next for you? What you're working, you still got Kaizen, you've still got these other builders you're working with and other cool projects. What, what's next on the horizon for 2020? I'm really excited about what's on the horizon for 2020. Last year, when Jeff Woods took over, uh, well, as Jeff Woods got fully involved with the One Thing world, um, he had to put the Mentee podcast and the Inner Circle uh, membership-based community on shelf. And just rubbing shoulders with him and those guys and those, those folks in that community man, it just really started to reveal itself as an opportunity. So I, I texted Jeff and I said, hey, if you ever want to uh, think about taking the mentee off of, uh, off of the shelf and you're looking for a new host, I'd be interested in that conversation. And maybe that was a year ago, if not sooner than a year ago. And so that started a, a, a series of conversations that ultimately led to me purchasing the mentee and the inner circle from Jeff and him helping me this year uh, relaunch the Menti podcast and the inner circle membership based community. And Matt, man, I'm, I'm super fired up about that because that takes 
my vision for Kaizen home sales and Kaizen community and uh, pouring value into the community, it, it enables me to do that on a whole new level. And so, and, and even couple back in with the one thing and the seven circles, right? And just helping people find clarity around what's most important to them. Uh, so we're going to be launching the Minty podcast, um, relaunching the Minty podcast in the next 30 days. And we're going to relaunch the Inner Circle Mastermind community, uh, of course, with Just Help. And I've got some really, really phenomenal guests lined up uh, to, to be on, uh, on the show and just sort of rebirth that. And um, I'm looking forward to what opportunities those relationships and those conversations will lead to. And I'm really looking forward to the people that join the show uh, and the mastermind community and find clarity around what's most important for them and really see them start to crush their goals, whatever they are, right? We'll talk about um, key relationships, business goals, finance goals, your goals with your job, uh, physical goals, spiritual goals, personal goals. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, parenting is uh, a passion of mine, and even the foster, foster community is important. So we'll be addressing various uh, categories of goals, right? Not just real estate and not just wealth building, but just sort of approaching the whole gamut of what, what may matter most to different people. We'll be approaching that with the Mentee podcast with our guests and the, the Inner Circle memberships for sure. Awesome. Now, as always, we have a free gift for our listeners. And so I'd love for you to share what's the free gift that they can, they can get by signing up on our website. Yep. So we're going to um, supply you guys and, and the listeners with a guide, Seven Steps to Building the Good Life. And uh, I always start off by uh, asking people, you know, what's the good life? Or people ask me, what's the good life? And the question is, really, for, for you, you decide what's the good life, right? You decide what the good life is. And so the guide is all about walking you through the step-by-step process to help you get clarity, right, around what does your good life look like? And then identifying key people that are already crushing it at a high level and then connecting you with a plan to help you get into relationship uh, with some of those folks so that you can start to live your good life. Awesome. Now, if, if somebody would like to connect with you or send a referral to Baton Rouge, where can they find you? How can they communicate with you? Yep. So they can email me and uh, my email is Wyatt, W-Y-A-T-T at KaizenHomesales.com, K-A-I-Z-E-N HomesSales.com. And, you know, it's, they may not get an instant response, but I'll see it and I'll be in touch with them for sure. You can look us up on, uh, on the internet too. We're KaizenHomesSales.com is our website. I'd be happy to help anybody that uh, is interested in exploring how we have really helped our builders compete uh, in the new construction world. And of course, check out the Minty podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a whole slew of old interviews with Jeff and hopefully new interviews coming soon. I hear with Wyatt. So that's awesome. Wyatt, we really appreciate you. Wyatt Graves here with Kaizen Home Sales. Thank you so much for our conversation today. And we look forward to talking to you more in the future. Awesome, man. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. 
Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings, and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million-dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get, so please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.